1: Girl, I'm a fucking lawyer. So if you're not a stupid girl,
2: fucking stand up for yourself. There's, there's smoke, there's fire. She's saying where there's smoke, there's fire. What are we gonna say? What am I gonna say? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna freak
1: out. I'm not engaging in this. I need you to
2: admit this was a lie. I don't give a shit about that. Fucking bitch. I.
0: Woo! You guys, the real house is in New Jersey. is back and it was so good. Ah! Even just hearing a little portion of it back, you guys, I got chills. I got goose pimples. I am loving it i'm so excited that these women are back in our lives i like how jackie said she's not engaging just like our queen meredith from the salt lake city housewives
1: i'm done engaging on the conversation
0: (laughs) in 2021 the housewives do not want to engage and for some reason i like it you guys Teresa, also i was trying to find a clip that i could play for you guys and i don't know if you saw this but like the bravo insider they released a large portion of the fight online so that's where i was pulling the clip from and uh they didn't censor it. So in the episode that actually aired, it was just beeping. And so I couldn't play just like a bunch of beeps. It was just like, beep, 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 you know, sound like a fucking robot or something. And so I had to pull the clip from online. And even then, I was trying to find a portion of it where she's not yelling the C word at Jackie. Meanwhile, Margaret's just like, oh, my God, what is happening? What is going on? There's a lot happening in the other room. <laughs> a lot going on, you guys. I thought this premiere was five stars. I have two of the cast members on the show today. We have Margaret Josephs, we have Dolores from The Real Housewives of New Jersey, and they're going to talk to me all about this whole show, this whole episode, what's to come this season. I'm super excited for you guys to hear the chat. And then after that, we'll cover The Real Housewives of Dallas. I do apologize that we will not be covering The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City reunion this week, but next week, I promise, we'll get all into the reunion for Salt Lake City. But this week, we're just covering Jersey and Dallas. As always, I try to put the timestamps in the episode description so you can skip ahead if you want. The timestamps are usually just off by a few minutes because, uh, unfortunately, I can't account for the ads that play in the podcast episode. So that's why they're always a few minutes off. I try to get them as close as I possibly can. Uh, you guys, let's uh, let's dive right into the interview with Margaret and Dolores because we have so much we need to talk about. I will say real quickly before we do, I am a little nervous about this season. The real houses in New Jersey because the Jersey fans, we love this show, and people tend to with Jersey get into take their sides. So there's a lot of people on Teresa's side, and then there'll be people who are on Jackie's side, and they tend to argue and get very upset. I hope we can go forth this season just enjoying the show, enjoying the the drama that these women are putting on for us, and uh, all get along in some way. Of course, we all have our favorites, but. I like to think that we change on a dime, right? We could change every five minutes. So uh, look, I'm very excited for this season. I think it's going to be a good one. And I hope we can all civilly have some civil discourse in terms of uh, the season. You guys, I also want to mention that I will be on the Bitch Sesh live show Thursday, February 18th. Buy a ticket uh, online. Just Google Bitch Sesh live show. I'll be guesting. We'll be talking all about this Housewives stuff. We'll be breaking down the Jersey episode even further. Salt Lake City. Atlanta, all of that stuff uh, over there. So with all of that said, I'm going to play my interview with Margaret and Dolores. I hope you guys enjoy. And then as soon as we're done with that, we'll play the, uh, we'll recap this week's Real Houses of Dallas. Also, if you want to watch this interview, I'll put it up on the YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Danny Pellegrino and the number one. So subscribe, like, comment, and I'll put the episode uh, interview up as quickly as I can over there. So please enjoy this channel. Today, I have two of uh, the New Jersey housewives. I'm so excited. Margaret Josephs, welcome back to Everything Iconic. It's so good awesome. to see you.
2: Thanks for having me, Danny. I'm so excited to be back.
0: And Dolores, we've never met before, but I'm so excited to talk to you. How are you doing?
2: You're so handsome. Hi. Huh? I know. Isn't he, Isn't he cute? Cute? So cute, right, Marge? Look how cute. Yes, I love him, and he was so <laughs> excited to meet
0: you. I was very excited to meet you. You know, I'm an Italian guy. You know, I feel a connection to Jersey, in a way that I don't feel at like the other franchises.
1: Oh, I love <laughs> to that, Marge. How cute. I love, I, yeah. I love it.
0: Okay, you guys, this premiere, we're going to talk about the premiere um, a little bit. This premiere was so good. I was on the edge of my seat. The opening five minutes or so was truly some of the best television of all time, and then it came back around. I loved it. Uh, Margaret, starting with you, What was going through your head during that opening five minutes when Teresa and uh, Jackie are sitting down together? What was going through your mind? It was at your house.
2: I know. I know. I was at my house. I was under construction. I'm wearing sweatpants. I thought that, you know, I was hoping things were going to get better. I was a nervous wreck. You could see that I was a nervous wreck. So I wasn't trying to eavesdrop. I'm like, they're big girls. Everybody could, you know, makeup. And, uh, I was nervous. Truthfully, I was nervous and I, I was spying and nervous. I felt like I was in high school. <laughs> could, you,
0: could you hear all the chaos where you, I know we saw you sort of in the other yes, room, but yes, could you hear loud. everything?
2: Yes. Yes. Very loud. Very loud.
0: Okay. So what was your take on that conversation then between, uh, Teresa and Jackie? Did you feel like Jackie sort of went below the belt? What was your thoughts on that?
2: I thought initially it was going in a nice direction. I was like, it's so sweet. Jackie's saying, you know, it's pleading her case. And then it turned left. And I was like, Holy shit. It turned left. I heard where there's smoke, there's fire. And then I was like, then I ran back to Lexi. I was like, she said, where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's smoke, there's fire. So I understood, um, you know, I think Jack, if, Oh, where anybody talks about kids, it goes very rough. But I know she wasn't saying what she was saying. It's it's you know, we're going to we're going to see where right. that goes. But I know she didn't mean that.
0: I sort of I, know took it her, I sort of took it as her just blurting something out.
2: Yeah, it's like just showing that saying something hurtful people could think it's true when it's not. She didn't mean it. It's not true. We all know that's not true. And, and, and Jackie knows it's not true.
0: Dolores, do you think this is a situation where you could choose sides or do you think they're both sort of in the wrong? Where do you stand on this whole thing?
1: Well, <clears throat> I know Teresa very well and I, and I knew how this was going to go. This was, you know, it was an emotional thing. It was a big thing that was said. Teresa didn't understand why she was upset. Teresa was wrong to say that. Totally. At the to, Wrong. And then Jackie said something that made her wrong. She could have stayed right for a long time through that argument. I could have thought of other things to say. Other analogies.
2: Other analogies.
1: Other analogies. There's a lot of other things that could have been said, not to escalate that. But I never had too much hope for that. Margaret had a lot of hope. I had a lot of hope. That happened. And I've known Teresa for a long time. And I've sat with Jackie in the past on how I think she should communicate differently with Teresa and that went nowhere. So I knew the end result, the end to this play was only going one way.
0: Right (laughs) now this, uh, this season's different. You guys obviously filmed it during COVID. I believe maybe filming had just barely started and then everything kind of got shut down for a little while. (laughs) How was it different working this season versus some of the other seasons?
1: It was, it was I, different. Go ahead, Marce, yeah. go ahead. No, I mean, we had a protocol. We had strict guidelines to follow. There was no room for error because if somebody got sick from, listen, you can get sick even if you're careful. This is something that can happen. But if you got sick from being careless, then a lot of people were out of a job for a few weeks. And then the whole momentum of the show was being interrupted. And on top of that, there was a lot of raw emotion. It was a hard time in this world for everyone. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the, I, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, Danny. Go ahead. Nope. Go
0: ahead. I, I was just going to say in the trailer, it seems like there's all of these uh, relations. there's a lot of relationship drama amongst every one of the couples. And that to me was sort of the most relatable thing because so many of us, when we were locked down early on, were stuck with this person. Um, a lot yeah. of heightened emotions.
2: Yeah, I think it's a lot of a heightened emotions with couples. I think a lot of things come to the surface. I think during a pandemic, you realize what's important in life. And I think that's what comes out. I think it's a lot of therapeutic situations and it's natural emotions that came out in everybody. And it was raw. We're very, I do like to say this from the other franchises, uh, not saying from the other franchises, but we're very raw and we're very real and we cut to the chase. you know and and our and our men are around you know dave everybody has their feeling and and they're not afraid to speak up either
1: no we have a nice male cast that goes along with us it's like a perk
0: right yes i know some casts the men work on you know like i think jersey it works to have the guys around and then some of the other ones it's like i don't want to see the guys but jersey it
2: works yeah, they're uh, they're great, and we're all we're all very close. At the end of the day, we might argue, but we actually all do love each other. Most of right. us. <laughs> no matter
1: what happens, I've seen these girls on their worst and their best days, and I will take them. I always say, at the end of the day, I, I will sit on that couch with them more than anybody else because we all have the same heart. Yes, we have disagreements, but we have the same heart. I agree.
0: I, I mean, you guys have the same heart, but previously we did have Danielle on the show, and it seemed okay. like both of you had some trouble with Danielle, and yeah. now now she's she's gone. How do you feel with that situation?
1: Well, it's normal to to have some friction with her. It's normal. That's normal, right? Yeah.
2: Normal. I mean, you know, maybe she yeah. – She has a heart. It's just black. (laughs) No, I don't want to say that. To be honest, I was very close with her at one point and she, um, you know what? She's not, I don't think she's a bad person. I think reality TV is not for everybody. And we, the people who are there now belong there.
0: Margaret, I'm so interested how you were able to go get over your relationship with Teresa after uh, after last season, finding out that she was sort of the one who, I, I guess, sort of orchestrated the hair pull. How were you able um, to get past that?
2: You know, I have a bit, you know, forgiveness is about yourself, not always about the other person to move on. Harboring resentments doesn't do any good for it anybody and especially, you know, yourself. The other thing is I know Teresa, she's thinking it was going to be like a schoolgirl thing. She doesn't think the woman's going to drag me across the floor. She's thinking, you know, Danielle's going to come behind me and do like a little hair pull. She doesn't think from like this point to like, you know, five minutes later, what could really happen? She doesn't think out the whole scenario when she says something. So she was so genuinely sorry. And her face, I even said to her, were you sorry that you got caught? Or were you sorry that have?" Every time she sees me, she brings it up. Literally, even to now, she's like, you know, when I think about that, I, you know, she doesn't think That's from remorse. point A to point B. She really had remorse. And I felt That's it. And I know what was in her heart. Listen, there's a, she wouldn't go away. do that. She wouldn't do that again. She wouldn't orchestrate a violent act like that again. Now, you know, no. say something else crazy. I, that's a whole other story.
1: Well, you know, there's some throwaway friends, right, Marge? And there's some yes. that you forgive and move on with.
2: Yeah. And she's not a throwaway. She's not a disposable.
1: No.
0: Uh, do you guys watch the other franchises? Dolores, do you watch any other Housewives?
1: Yeah, Marge and I were watching Dallas together the other day. What do you think of Dallas?
0: (laughs) What do you think of what's going on over there right now?
2: We had some fun with that, right, Marge? I enjoyed it. I'm not. not, Yeah, we watched it. I like this Tiffany Moon. She stirs up. She's funny. She's very funny, and I and I enjoy her. I think they're truthfully. I think they're being a little hard on Deandra.
1: Like, I don't like Carrie like,
2: Brittingham. I don't like what she's doing to Deandra. I'm being my honest self. I don't. Right? We didn't like the way Carrie was. We didn't like
1: head. the way that, and no one was sticking up for her. Like she was trying to have a, a do something nice for someone. They made fun of her the whole time. It made her feel awkward. You know that's not nice. What do, what do you think?
0: You know, I feel similarly. Carrie's coming in hot with uh, with Deandra, and I never even liked Deandra, but now this season, I you know we change on a dime, right? Like I, yeah. every five minutes, I feel differently about someone. Well, it's
2: um, a different situation.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah
2: I, don't, I don't like that nonsense. Like Deandra needs someone to stand up for her. I was like, does someone stand up for this girl? Like if Dolores yeah. and I were there, we could tell Carrie like,
1: sit down. It off a little bit. Yeah, you might look
2: good to babe in a bathing suit, but that means shit.
1: Wait a second, March. But we we uh, sometimes don't need somebody to step in because it goes straight there for sixty and about. 30. You guys are just
0: tougher. The Jersey yes. gals are just tougher. We're just
1: yes. tougher, yes. so um, our friends don't get to jump in because we've already taken care of the yeah. situation. It's true. It's true.
0: Dolores, I, I'm so curious uh, about your life, sort of pre-Housewives, because you were a corrections officer, correct? Am I? So can you tell me a little bit about life pre housewives? I know we uh, saw you in those early seasons kind of popping in a little bit, but
1: yeah. So life pre housewives is before I got married, I was a corrections officer and uh, then I got married and I had kids and Frank said, you could stay home. I was married to an attorney. He said, you could stay home or you could go back to work. So I stayed home and I I got my real estate license, but you know, um, life gets a little monotonous. And when the kids got a little older, Every Thursday night, me, Dina Manzo, Caroline, Jacqueline, and Teresa Junice would go to the meatpacking district and dress up like Sex in the City and walk around. <laughs> Which one her-
0: were you? Who are you? The Carrie, Samantha, Charlotte? I
1: was the divorced one. So, like, you know, me and Dina were like about the same. And, and you know, they we were, were the just-
2: Samanthas.
0: They were the I'm Samanthas. Samantha.
1: I'm Samantha now, I think, maybe. I don't know.
0: <laughs> I love that.
1: But it was fun. Maybe Carrie. I don't know. But it was fun. It was fun. And uh, it was innocent. And, yeah. you know, the, life was just, and then all of a sudden the show came around.
0: So were, the, were there any talks of you joining in those early seasons since you were so close with all of them? Or what happened I there?
1: I was the original cast member, and it wasn't the right time for me. And I and um, I decided not to do it, and Danielle took my place.
0: Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah.
2: Crazy. Isn't and that now, crazy?
0: That's crazy to think that, Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were also such a fresh addition. Do you keep in touch with those other women who aren't on the show anymore?
1: I do. I speak to Caroline and and Jacqueline and Ashley and the Manzo kids. Yeah.
0: So, okay. There was this rumor. I think Caroline had come out and said right before the season started, she had done that Super Bowl commercial with Teresa. And she had said that Bravo offered her a contract, but it wasn't the right money or something like that. And do you, do either of you think we could see a a Manzo return, either Caroline or Dina again?
1: Well, Dina lives in California now, so I don't think. But we
0: could get her pop in, right? We could get her pop in for an episode. No,
1: (laughs) but it's boring.
0: Wait, are you guys, are you guys not good anymore?
1: She's not my, you know, no, no.
0: Interesting. Um,
1: Yeah. What happened there? What happened? Caroline, you know, we just went our separate ways. I guess. Yeah. Right. So, um, some people like to move on from another life and leave what's behind them for a reason. I guess whatever that reason is, maybe they think you know too much about them, or maybe they're not who they say they are. Whatever the case is. Oh my God! (laughs) I need
0: to know more. What do you know about her? What is? What is she? Who she is? She really?
1: (laughs) Who cares? So anyway. to everything else so Caroline I still speak to her um and you know Jacqueline uh on text not text um like Instagram and things like that but they live in Vegas now so yeah
0: I always thought Jacqueline was a really good housewife I you know I know her last season fans didn't necessarily like love her but I always thought she was really good on the show um she was yeah she was good yeah. And Caroline, I think there's still so many unanswered questions about the Manzo family drama with Dina and Caroline and, and everything. And so I would love to see Caroline return. I don't that know. That
2: would be something else. I would like to see her return because then I won't be the oldest one on the show.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> Margaret, I've heard you That's say that exactly. in interviews before. And always I say that on the I interview. I No, I mean,
2: she's, she's invited
1: smarter. by. Her. No, Teresa said, bring her on. Bring her on.
0: Yeah. I know I want to see those two, uh those two together. Now on I this don't... You know, yeah, it might be kind of a lot. Um on this season we see you guys talking about uh Margaret, you say you got the Bubbies done. Uh yeah. Dolores, you No
2: implant, no implant though, just a lift.
0: Oh, okay. Well, uh, Dolores, you also opened up about some of your stuff and David had gotten upset with you that
1: David. you had
0: gotten the <laughs> procedures done.
1: Oh yeah, the procedures. How's
0: he feeling <laughs> like about it now?
1: Well, he had to get over it. He, he had to get past it, but he took it so bad. And it was like a fight that dragged on. So, you know, stay yeah. tuned.
2: A lot of people... hot naked before and she looks hot naked now. So I think that's what the issue is. He's like, you look so hot before you need it, and
1: need it. Well, Well, you know, Marge, you talked to him probably more than me. So I
0: don't know. <laughs> wait, so are you and David? Are you guys together now?
1: Yes, but stay okay. tuned. You'll see. Okay. Okay. You'll get to learn a lot about our relationship more this year. And th- there's a lot about relationships. You were right when you said that, by the way.
0: So I'm curious uh, with, with these, with procedures, whether surgical or, or things like uh, injectables and stuff like that, I'm very fascinated by all of that stuff. And I'm just curious, like, is there one thing that you look back and think like, Oh, that's the one that I'm so happy that I did, or that I feel sort of the best about. Cause I often think the conversation around that stuff, it always goes negative. And I'm curious, like what's the uh, a positive experience? Um, well,
2: I mean, that's a given my facelift. Oh, I'm, let me on, My jowls were, I mean, my, fa- if I didn't do my facelift, I, I mean, I'd look like I've been picking potatoes for the last No, No,
0: no, mark. no you look great. That, but... No, but th-
2: thank God I did my facelift. You look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. You look it's amazing. It's Dolores. It's I always say, keep okay, you both
0: circuit. look, you both look stunning. Like truly. Okay. Like
1: I, knock on wood. I have no regrets. None. I right. love everything I did. Me too.
2: Dolores finds the surgeons though, Danny, I want you to know that. Every surgeon she's recommending me, I go
1: to. I know doctors. I like dated a couple and I'm a surgical assistant by trade. Also, I used to work with Dr. Aiden. Oh, uh, you
0: did? (laughs) You worked with Dr. Aiden like before
1: Housewives? Yeah, I'm a surgical assistant.
0: Okay. So wait, what was, did you know Jennifer then? No. Okay.
1: I just knew him. I would assist him in surgery. Like, I'd hand him his instrument. What's
0: going on with Jennifer this season? We see her in but the trailer. She didn't go She's,
1: to him for surgery. She no, didn't go no. to him. I don't mix friend stuff. Okay. I, I went to doctor. We, we both went to Dr. Mark Parallac and Dr. Joseph Michaels. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. What's going on with Jennifer? What's happening with her? Do we see her falling over in the trailer?
2: Oh, she falls over. Thank Is you. Is she drinking more than, too much? More than once. I mean, I don't know if it's, you know, too much for me. Cause I don't drink. But I mean, you'll have to see that. We don't, we're not the, um, you know, we're not in high school.
0: Right. Uh, Margaret, (laughs) I want to know, I want to know about the book. Tell me about the book you got coming out.
2: Oh, Caviar Dreams, Tuna Fish Budget. Uh, I'm very happy with it. It's, you know, people are going to really, I think they're going to love it. There's a lot of things in the book that people don't know about me that I don't reveal on the show. Um, Things my own mother and husband didn't know about me. I said writing it was like a therapy session. Uh, it's inspirational. It's about, it's very emotional. There's life lessons. Uh, it helps. I think it's going to help women in business. It made me stronger. I, it was cathartic. I cried most of the time that I wrote it. <laughs> and, and when and, does it and come like out? It, uh, it will be out April 13th, but it's on pre-sale right now. So uh, I would hope people run and buy it.
1: <laughs> I'm going to as soon as I hang up.
0: I Dan. already pre, Margaret. I already pre-ordered it. Oh, Danny! So
1: Thank of me. you. Thank question. you. It's
2: it's ju- right it's juicy. You. It's it's raw and it's good. And I and I go deep, which which I think is important. That's yeah. The March.
0: That's what we want. Uh, Dolores, uh, tell me about what we have to look forward to this season.
1: There's so much, Danny. There's so much raw motion. Like I've seen, <clears throat> I've seen fights, and I've seen. Things happen in relationships amongst everybody that I didn't think we had it in us anymore. Like you didn't know where it came from because we went into this season with one less housewife. Right. And no international trips and you can't travel. So but we showed up when I tell you we showed up and we were very forthright about everything that's going on in our lives, in our personal lives, in our, we, we are just raw and honest. And we all feel the same way. We owe it to the people that watch it to be real. Like I can speak for the rest of my cast.
0: I was worried you guys, because oftentimes when the cast is the same for too long, sometimes things could get stale, but I really thought it was like the best premiere in that I can remember. Maybe since the christening, I thought that christening episode, maybe like season two Uh or three. I think it was three. Uh,
1: Danny, Danny. So it was good. And you're going to see something that's going to. You You know
2: what? It's I'm going to say something
0: that's going to remind me of the the christening.
2: Yes, Yes, yes. it's true. You're
1: going to. Yes. You are so I like you're calling things out like that are like Oh, my God, you
2: so smart. But didn't you think, yeah. I thought we're going to have a love fest this season. I was like, I haven't been physically with these girls. I'm going to see them. Yeah. We're going to Evan's birthday party. This is, I'm going to, I was so excited to, like, physically be back with everybody. You and did. I thought it was going to be so lovey-dovey. But I think... It was just the emotion of everything. I was like, wow. I came home that night. I was like, this is so fucked up. What is with everybody? We're wow. like a human <laughs> color coaster. Right.
0: Who do you guys hate now? Like, who, what
2: <laughs> you guys are
0: getting along? Is there anyone in the cast? Like, Dolores, do you hate Melissa, Margaret, do you hate Jennifer? Like, is there anyone you're not getting along with right now?
1: We're all very close. We have our mom- like family. So, yes, like family, like an Italian family. You kill each other. Right. Right. But then you move on from it like Margaret did with Teresa, because we are truly like a family, but it's not a boring time. And it's not like it's none of it's predictable. We couldn't even predict what the season was going to be and and the things that happened. It really we were even shocked. Like Margaret said, we we were shocked.
2: Yes. Listen, we're always going to talk shit. Right? right? We're always going to talk shit about each other. If somebody, one of the other girls does stupid, uh, something stupid on Instagram, I'm going to call Dolores. Well, it's just, that's the way we it's are, right? Juicy, ba, ba, ba. Uh, you know, that's what we do.
0: <laughs> Juicy Joe's Instagram is a wild ride. What's going on with this? <laughs> uh... <laughs>
2: I'll give him credit. Juicy Joe happens to look good, though. Juicy oh, Joe looks is, good, yeah.
1: is catching up, friends. though, Marge. Teresa's catching up with the latest posts.
2: And Teresa, I mean, you know, Teresa's having a love fest. Yeah, it's
1: like a like
2: us. <coughs> Wait. I, have, I mean I have my some husband questions. doesn't post those posts about me. <laughs> I mean <come> on. <laughs> look at the feet.
1: <laughs> Wait,
0: Margaret, how are you? How's your relationship going? What can you tell me about that?
2: Joe you and guys I It's good? Yeah, I mean listen, we're great. He was out snow blowing. Joe and I in general spend a lot of time together. Thank God he worked on the house or I mean he would have been buried in the backyard. But yes, we we're always we're always great we have a very intimate close relationship he gets me um yeah so I think we're good I mean we both had COVID together I was a nervous wreck I was like is the insurance paid only kidding but I was <laughs> you know we're 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 an amazing couple I mean I I hate to even use that word soulmate. like I always say my ex-husband who I love who I write about a lot in my book dearly we were an amazing family Joe and I are an amazing couple
0: uh, you guys, person. I have some yeah, questions, uh, questions from the Everything Iconic Patreon. So Kate Olson asked, are Margaret and Joe still friends with Marty? Um, no. It's not
2: That's like we're so enemies, but we don't talk to him. We're not still
0: friends
2: with him now. Right. <laughs> That's a good question, though. I'm impressed. That's
0: a good yeah, one. They write in good ones. Yeah. I never I even asked that. Yeah. Uh, Ariana Chapin Chappin um, wants to know, Dolores, if you were on any other franchise, uh, where could you see yourself?
1: I have to say, I, I see myself nowhere else but Jersey. Yeah,
0: I can't picture you on anywhere else either.
1: I can't even think of it. I've tried because I've been asked this before, but I can't even picture it. Right. I'm all Jersey. You, I, I mean,
0: it's hard to picture anyone. Margaret, I could maybe see you a little bit on New York. I could see that. I could
2: see, see me on New, yes. York. If, me on yeah.
1: New York. If Although you had
2: there... a of to Brooklyn, maybe I'd be on- <laughs> uh, you no, know, I could see me on New York. I could see me reprimanding Ramona. I could see me doing a few things. Did oh, you? And, was,
0: was it you and Ramona, or somebody and Ramona at BravoCon? Gotten like a a thing? Oh, Dolores. She, yeah, she
2: was on the stage with her, but I had a fight with her in the dress. In um, when we were getting our hair done. Right. Oh, that was funny. Yeah.
0: Is she Every just person- the? Everyone it's, has a, f- a story with Ramona.
1: It's the right of passage to have a fight. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes. Did you
0: guys make up Dolores? You were on stage at BravoCon trying to make up with with Ramona. Did you guys ever talk after that?
1: No, Dan, I wasn't trying to make up. I was just being like civil. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. <laughs> trying was to showing her like, you know, these fans, don't don't, don't, don't shove people away if they want to take a picture. Cause she did that to Frank Catania. Watch what happens live. Frank Catania. Don't, don't hurt my friend. Don't hurt right. me. So she embarrassed him. Like he went to take a picture with her. And she was like, I don't know. And I I was furious. I was absolutely furious. And then when I saw her, she was like, oh, okay. And then I did another uh, appearance with her after that. And she was nice to people in front of me.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I was expecting her to be really awful at BravoCon, and I met her on the carpet, and she ended up being so nice to me. And then that was like a mind fuck because I was like, <laughs> was
1: the- before or after I go yeah, that was. Yeah,
0: the it might have been after. It might have been after. Uh, D- Dolores, everyone wants to know about. First of all, people are obsessed with Frank Senior and Frank Junior. Um, are they my- dating? Yeah,
1: all yeah. oh, my friends. So little Frankie has a very nice girlfriend. Okay. She's very cute and very nice. And Frankie, my son is, I guess you could call him a workaholic. He's an investment banker. He's graduating this year. But hes if he's not in school, he's on Wall Street already. And he's constantly studying. And that takes a certain kind of young girl to tolerate that. Yeah. And this girl does not give him a hard time about that. I'm very grateful for her. But the payoff in the end is little Frankie. So she's smart. Yes. And, and Big Frank is... Uh, I don't
0: know. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I love it. Uh, you guys, it was such a pleasure uh, to chat with both of you. Thank you. I think this season's going to be fantastic. And uh, hopefully as the season gets going, you'll come back and, and update me on everything going on. How long? One more question, actually. I just popped in my head as I'm telling you guys goodbye. That's
1: a good one.
0: How long? Yes. Teresa's been on the show forever. Do you ever imagine a time where she sort of says, I'm, I'm done opening up my life? For this show.
2: um, No. I can't imagine her saying that. Unless. Can you Dolores? No. No. Listen. We don't know imagine. what to sign up for. And yeah. you, it's you know,
1: her, it's, it's become different. her identity. It's almost. Yeah. It, it, it has. And now that she's. You know. Approaching this new life. She's going to have to be. Forthright with it. Because people have followed her life along. Yes, people every... expect it. People expect right. it. And it's up to her whether or not she wants to do it, of course, but it's almost like it's a part of her now. This,
2: yeah, you, can't you can't dial it
1: back. Part of her. You can't, you, you're in, either in or you're out.
0: Right. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I couldn't imagine Jersey uh, without Teresa. It's like, so they're uh, almost synonymous with each other at this it's point. It's
2: true. I, 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 I see exactly what you're saying. It's true. It may not be easy because it
1: never is. This isn't an easy job but she'll, she'll do
2: what she has to do.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much for taking the time, Margaret. Congrats on the book and thank, thank you guys you. for opening up your thank lives. You. Uh, yeah. I'm sending love to you both.
2: Love to you. Thanks for having us, Danny. Thank, thank you, you guys. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily I'm here to tell you about a company called cozy. Now cozy is fantastic. A North American company that, hurting. No,
2: but you know what? I'm hurting more and I already cried. Not a uh, it's not a competition. You it's guys not are both a hurting. She's really hurting and hurting. Hurting. she has a lot of shit right now. But why are, you why are you crying? Because I hate it when friends fight. It's like when I was a little
1: girl and I used to watch parents fight.
0: <laughs> I love that these women are having a cry off. And they every time one of them gets upset, the other one has to get upset because they want the attention of the TV and I love that about these women. I honestly think, as good as that Real Housewives of New Jersey premiere was, I really believe that Dallas is having a great season. Specifically this episode, everything about it, I thought, was just so funny. I mean, that whole fight when they were all just trying to outcry each other. And then Tiffany was like, "Why?" they were all asked, like, why are you crying? What the fuck is going on, Tiff? And she's like, you know, just cuz. <laughs> I know she mentioned her parents, but I really feel like it was just like, oh, I need to have my moment. And then what I love about stuff like that is, you know, the other women. Because we had Deandra who cried and walked off. Then we had Carrie who's saying she's more upset than Deandra. Then we have Tiffany crying. And you know, Brandy and Stephanie and Cameron are all just sitting there thinking, okay, I need to have my moment now. So you can see the wheels turning in their head thinking like, I either need to cry or storm off. But then they're they're thinking about it and they're like, well, Deandra already stormed off. Now we're having two women who are already crying. So they can't cry, they can't storm off. So they're like, what do I do? (laughs) What do I do to grab the attention? Uh, I loved it. I loved it. Also, uh, this trip where they went looked beautiful. I thought I want to go there. I'm dying for vacation. You know, I'd love to get out of this place, Los Angeles. I want to go anywhere and seeing this gorgeous estate that they filmed at. Truly, uh, just fantastic. I wanted to go there. Uh, I want to mention that we didn't get the Jennifer woman who's been in a lot of the scenes, but we haven't really gotten any information about her. She seems to be around all the group events and then. Now she's not on the group vacation, and I know there's some theories of what happened to her, the husband didn't want to film, or there's all sorts of different things. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but uh, I do think it's interesting that she's not on the trip, and I wonder the details of what happened. I want to know what happened to her. Uh, I also want to mention that I was supposed to have one of the Dallas Housewives on the podcast today, so the recap might be a little shortened, because I thought we would have someone on. Unfortunately, there's some severe weather over in Dallas. My heart goes out to everyone over in Texas. I know there's a lot going on there. So I just want to say that uh, off the top because I feel for all of you guys. And hopefully in the next few weeks, we'll be able to reschedule that guest. But for now, let's dive in. You guys, we open with everyone uh, getting ready for this trip. So there was a lot happening. They were going on a rock tour bus, so they all decided to dress like a rocker. Now, Brandy dresses Elvis. And She's doing a lot of prop work. Brandy always does a lot of prop work, right? She thinks she's Carrot Top with that Captain Dick blow-up doll that she got that she said looks like her husband, Brian. (sighs) That's all I'll say about that. Now, Deandra, she brought a lot of stuff, and it made me laugh that she said she has a fear of not having enough stuff from child, (laughs) which I never heard that fear before. She always feared she's not going to have enough stuff. That's what she said. But so they get on this rock tour bus. They're wearing some bedazzled shirts. They all got the heels on. They're trying to look their best, like rockers. Now, the only one who has some experience with rocker uh, tour buses is Deandra, who reveals that she dated quite a bit of guys who were in the uh, rock arena. Now she names them all, and it was so hysterical watching the other women's faces because they thought she was going to say, they thought she was going to say Mick Jagger or Bruce Springsteen or something. You know, like these women, they were expecting. These names that they know, and then Deandra's just like, uh you know, she's she said I dated someone from Candlebox, and they're like, who the fuck is Candlebox? <laughs> you know, Cameron has never heard of Candlebox. Stephanie Holman has not once heard of the cult. I don't believe that to be true. I'm sorry, I don't believe it to be true. But Deandra apparently dated someone from the Who. Then she said she was on Chris Cornell's tour bus. Uh, Then she just says the guys from Candlebox. So again, we don't even know exactly what happened with the guys from Candlebox. We just know that Deandra had some interaction with the guys from Candlebox. She doesn't say I was on their bus. She doesn't say I dated their guitarist. She just says the guys from Candlebox. Then she says the cult. And she says, "Uh, and the rest I don't remember because I was fucked up. And that's respectable. You know, I'm liking Deandra more and more this season. I don't know what happened, but I've turned a corner with Deandra, And now I like her. I do miss Mama D. I'm like, where's Mama D? We haven't gotten her. What's her reaction to Deandra dating the Who? What's going on there? Does uh, Mama D like Candlebox? I need answers. So, um, you know, I'm really enjoying it. But uh, you know, I think Deandra probably had a list of more men from these rock groups that she might have hooked up with or dated or went on their buses. But I think at a certain point she realized like none of these women know who Candlebox are. So I'm not going to continue on. And by the way, I just like to say that I don't know Candlebox either. I don't know who the fuck they are. No idea. So excuse me. I'm mostly listening to Ashley Simpson's debut album. I'm not, I'm not quite going to, you know, the candle box, uh, section of the record store. They still have record store unclear. Um, anyway, on the bus too, on this tour bus, Cameron's the one who's got the itinerary. And if Brandy thinks she's Carrot Top, Cameron thinks she's Elle Woods, you know, the Reese Witherspoon legally blonde character, because she's now spraying her signature scent on the itinerary. And. Look, I love Cameron when she acts like this. I love when she leans into that persona. But I don't need her lifting everything exactly off Elwood's. Woods. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm okay that she loves pink. I think that's like something unique to her. She likes pink. Yes, Elle Woods likes pink. But, you know, I feel like it's a pretty broad, generic thing. But when she's spraying the itineraries, just like Elle Woods sprayed uh, her resume in Legally Blonde, that, to me, is just, um, we're just stealing now. We're just stealing the plots of Legally Blonde. And at what point is enough enough? At what point is enough enough? She's just bamboozling us into thinking that she's Legally Blonde. And again, I like some of the qualities. I just don't need her to lean in so much. You see what I'm saying? Uh, also on the bus, we have Carrie, who's going hard with the tequila. She's just pouring it down people's throats, and I wouldn't like that. I know we talked to Tiffany Moon has mentioned to Carrie, like, I don't want to do the shot, like, don't pour it down my throat. And now we're getting to the point in the season where Tiffany's just taking the bottle to the throat because she's like, I don't even want to, have to deal with Carrie yelling at me. But Carrie, going around on the bus, this poor bus driver has these women in the back with a blow-up doll, and one of them's dressed as fucking Elvis, pouring tequila down each other's throats. I felt bad for that man. He's the real hero of this episode. But I would not like it. I don't want anyone pressuring me into drinking at all. If I want to have a cocktail, I have a cocktail. I don't want anyone trying to say, you have to have a shot with me, or you got to do this or that. I'm not into that, ever. Always hated that. Uh What else? Oh, on the bus, they talk about sex. Uh Stephanie says she likes doggy style because she likes to take it from the behind. <laughs> Stephanie loves to talk about butt sex. In this show, I've defended it before because this show often goes into that like poop humor, sex humor. You know, they love talking about doggy style and taking up the butt. And as a gay man, I appreciate that on some level. But at a certain point, we have to say, Stephanie, enough. We don't need to hear you taking it from behind or taking up the ass every episode. I feel like is it every episode or is that just me? Am I making that up? I feel like every single confessional, she's like, Yeah, Travis likes to give it to me from behind, or you know, something like along those lines. And I'm like, Okay, Stephanie, we get it. Travis likes to give it to you up the butt. Like I don't need all of that. It's just a little bit too much. Uh, you know. Enough.
2: you can't do it. I can't. You are God, stressing I me I'm done. I'm done. I'm,
0: done. I'm, done. <laughs> I'm done, Stephanie. And Cameron in rever- in regards to the sex, she likes sex with her legs up because they're long. And that made- <laughs> that made me laugh because Cameron obviously didn't want to talk about the sex. She was trying to move along the conversation. You know, Stephanie's like, I like it up the butt. And then Cameron's like, Oh, so how's the weather? And they're all like, Cameron, you didn't talk about how you like the sex. And then so Cameron's sitting there thinking in her head. She knows the camera's on her. She knows the kids are going to see this. The husband's going to see it. She's very embarrassed. But she still has to answer. So finally, she just says, I like it with my legs up because they're long. And they all just accept that as an answer. They all just say, okay, that makes sense. Your legs are long. Got it. Then, uh, okay, so they arrive uh, at this resort. It's all apparently for Carrie's birthday trip. And how long is her fucking birthday? How long are we going to be celebrating Carrie's birthday? Enough. I'm sorry, I know I keep saying Taylor Armstrong enough this whole podcast episode, but it's like, Carrie, you can't celebrate your birthday that much. It's over. Your birthday ended. We did the pinata at one party. We had the other party with the the poor waiters with their tops off, not wearing blouses, and had to wear very little PPE. You know, we already celebrated your birthday, Carrie. Isn't it anyone else's birthday? Can't we celebrate anyone else's? They get to this resort, though, and it's so funny, like in the movie The Holiday, they had to just uh, walk a half a mile to get to the actual front door because the bus driver said the bus wouldn't make it up the driveway. But I believe the bus driver was just like, okay, I've had enough of these women. Get them out of the fucking bus. I think he just, he hit a wall. That man hit a wall and was like, get this blow-up doll, Elvis-looking woman off my bus, and they can walk there. They can. He didn't want to have to do it. So they get to the resort. I'm loving this resort and it looks really upscale. I know we had the bus ride moment where we're talking about the butt sex. And, you know, believe me, I love it. We're sex positive here, but again, it's just because it's, we've heard it a million times. And, uh, you know, I'm thinking that when we get to this beautiful, classy resort, things will turn around. Things will turn around. But instead, they decide to do some chicken chicken shit uh, game, chicken shit bingo. What did they call it? Chicken shit bingo. I think that's what they called it. And they had a, a woman who came in with a chicken named Patsy Klein. Patsy fucking Klein. Patsy Klein is a queen and icon on election. She's been portrayed by Jessica Lange in movies. Beverly D'Angelo played her. Patsy Klein, she's saying crazy, walking after midnight. And here comes this chicken that's going by the name Patsy Klein and that these women are cheering to shit on a number. And I'm thinking, oh my God, Patsy Klein did not work her whole life. For these women on cable TV to be shouting at her to shit. I know it was a chicken, but they should have called it something else because I was honestly, the way that it, we were disparaging Patsy Klein's name. I mean, justice for Patsy Klein, I don't know who thought this was an okay idea to just call the chicken Patsy Klein. Maybe if it was a chicken that wasn't, uh, whose job it wasn't to shit all over a number. I mean, could we have not done that? And Dallas housewives, the main critique that people have is that they talk too much about poop and everything. And here the women decide to do like a chicken shit. To Andrew even said in her confessional, she said, this is why people think of this Texas this way or whatever. Because she's like, we're playing a game where a chicken shits. That's it, you guys. What was happening there? Do we really need that Bravo? I like that. I like that all of these Housewives franchises have their own flavor, but I just don't think that we need a chicken shit and bingo. We just don't need it. And to disparage Patsy Cline's name, like, that was the true crazy. That was the true crazy. Do you imagine in that Jessica Lange movie where she played Patsy Cline, if all of a sudden at the end, there was like a, you know how at the end of those biopics they put up on the screen, like, and then in 2020, this person died or whatever it is. What if they put up on the screen, then in 2021, a chicken on The Real Houses of Dallas decided to play chicken shit bingo and the women cheered for her and it was called Patsy Cline. that? That was like the update of the Patsy Cline movie. Anyway, I felt bad for Patsy Cline, that is. Um, but these women, so Deandra and Carrie obviously aren't getting along. Carrie and Cameron over here, talking to Tiffany about the relationship. Now Carrie had done this like shot cheers to De- uh, to Tiffany and uh, had had this sorry moment to Tiffany. Tiffany forgave her, but DeAndre didn't. So Deandra sits down in the room, and is telling Tiffany. Meanwhile, other two women are at the door listening, listening to the whole conversation. So then when they all sit down for dinner after the chicken chip bingo, that's when Deandra, uh gets confronted by Carrie. Carrie's like, I heard you talking. And Deandra's like, well, you were acting like a bully. And these white women on these shows, or these women on The Housewives in general, love to use the term bully. They love to talk about bullying. They like to say, you bullied me. This person bullied me. He bullied me. I'm thinking the real bullying is done to Patsy Cline in this episode. She was the one who was bullied by having a chicken chip bingo named after her. Okay, that's Sue's bullied. But they love to throw that word around. Bully, bully, bully. Deandra said, though, look, you've been giving me a hard time about everything. And they showed a montage of Carrie being kind of an asshole to Deandra. And I got to be honest, I'm on Deandra's side here. And I was happy that Deandra stuck up for herself and said, like, F you and ran out of the table. And then that's when we had that crying moment that was great to watch. But uh you guys... It was a great episode all around. We had all the women together. I wasn't so concerned with the PPE situation this week because they were just at a resort with just them. So I felt like relaxed about that. We got some good group dynamics. We got some insanity. I thought it was all around a good episode. And they had that moment where they were like, I think it was Deandra and Carrie fighting and were like, that's a lie. That's a lie. And they were saying it over each other. They were both saying, that's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. I'm loving this season of Dale. So it was not, ex- I was. Honestly, going into this season of Dallas thinking it was going to be a big pile of shit. I thought we had COVID. D- uh, Tiffany, or what's her name? Not Tiffany. Uh, Leanne had driven most of the stories in the past season. So I thought, there's no way we could get a good season. season. And then here it come these women um, and a chicken, and I'm getting a good season. Despite the chicken. Despite Patsy Klein. Despite Patsy Klein. Anyway, you guys, that's The Real Houses of Dallas. I'll be back on Sunday to recap. Atlanta and Summerhouse, you guys! I'm having so much fun with Summerhouse. Ah, I'm happy we added that to the rotation again. Get tickets to the Bitch Sesh live show if you want to join that. Uh, it's Thursday, uh, February 18th, so it's you're listening to this when this episode comes out. It's tonight, so check that out. Also, if you want to support this podcast, go to the Patreon page. It's patreon.com/slash/EverythingIconic, and if you donate four dollars more per month, you get access to the bonus episodes do one a month, and I'm recapping Sex in the City over there, which is fantastic, and I'm having so much fun with that as well. So you can also go to the Everything Iconic store, everythingiconic.store. Find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Because I love you so much for listening. Let's take a little deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Take another deep breath in. Hold it. Breathe out. Guys, thank you all so much for listening. Stay safe.